Sinners Gonna Sin by John Upchurch. For as I have often told you before, and now say again, even with tears, many live as enemies of the cross of Christ. Their destiny is destruction, their God is their stomach, and their glory is in their shame. Their mind is on earthly things. Philippians 3, 18-19 We should never be surprised by sin. Humans run to it, fill their hands with the dripping filth, and smear it all over their bodies. From birth, from conception, it's the natural state of what it means to be a fallen homo sapien. Often, though, it's easy to forget our own dip into the slop. Years of following Jesus can make that mud bath indistinct and alien in our memories. As Romans 6, 6 says, we were, but are no longer. The times we plunged headfirst into sin no longer seem real. We forget how arduous the road has been that's brought us here. The struggles, the temptations, the urges to turn around and dive back in. We forget that each victory came with wounds. We forget why we have the scars. With that newness of rebirth comes the temptation to compare everything and everyone with where we are now. Our filth cleansed, we see clearly. And what we see are those pitiful figures still flailing in the dirt, still covering themselves with sin. It's easy to be disgusted. The mud seems much dirtier now than it was when we were in it, more putrid to our nostrils. Certainly we would never do what they do, those still wallowing, those whose God is their every whim and desire. There's nothing very attractive in the mess. But when you think of what will become of those who blindly grope in the sludge, and you consider the destiny of those who glory in their own shame, you start to see something else. God looked into just such filth to find a struggling wretch, one that looked just like you. His love wasn't deterred by all your caked-on grime. His compassion wasn't stopped by the junk that clung to you. He yanked you from the pit and put your feet on the rock. Then he washed you clean. Sin comes naturally to humanity, but love that looks past the grime to share the hope of the gospel, that's a hard thing. That's the thing worth doing. Intersecting Faith and Life Those who are enemies of the cross, as Paul describes them, will sin. They'll do so in small ways, and they'll do so blatantly and defiantly. And from outside the mud bath, it's easy for us to wrinkle our noses in disgust. Sure, we all sin, we might tell ourselves, but they're reveling in the stuff. But compassion, the kind that rolls through 1 Corinthians 13, peers ahead to the future destiny of those writhing in the filth and peels back the layers of grime. There we see humans destined for destruction. They may not want help, but they need it. And you're called to offer it to them. For further reading, check out 1 Corinthians chapter 13 and Romans chapter 2. And as always, check out fantastic resources on faith, family, and fun at crosswalk.com.
Are you concerned about tensions in the Middle East? Do you wonder where we're currently at in the biblical timeline? Are we really in the last days? Hi, everyone. I'm Dr. Carl Muller with the Inside the Epicenter podcast. Every week, my co-host, best-selling author Joel Rosenberg, and I answer those questions and more. You'll hear inside knowledge of our meetings with leaders at the highest levels of government in the U.S., Israel, and the Middle East, equipping you to filter the news with biblically sound insights. Find Inside the Epicenter on your favorite podcast app or go to joshuafun.com to listen and subscribe.